Isn't it great that we can walk after the Spirit and not after the flesh as born-again believers? And we can experience God, His nature in us, by just changing the way we think because of who we are now? The way we think, the way we speak. We're no longer held captive. I think of Luke 4.18. Oh, yes. This is one of our favorite verses that we like to go to. I'm surprised your Bible doesn't fall open to that scripture every time <laughs> it, you open it It up. should. It, it's awesome. It's a great scripture. This is Jesus speaking. The Spirit of the Lord is upon me because He has anointed me to preach the gospel to the poor. He has sent me to heal the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives, and recovery of sight to the blind, and set at liberty those who are oppressed. Terry, you know this is all accomplished by our thoughts and by words. Yeah, that whole born-again experience started there. By receiving healing of the broken heart, no longer held captive, liberty, recovery of sight. All those things, Terry, are by what we think and by what we speak. Because we can hold someone captive by our very words. Or we can set people free by our words, by the power of the Holy Spirit. And this is what we're wanting to grow into. This is what we're wanting to understand. Yes. Just how powerful our words are. Wow, Mitch. You were talking about that power of words. You can hurt someone very deeply and not even touch them. Just by words, just by speaking harsh words that get implanted. And it takes a long, long time to get those out of that person. And you can come apologize and say you were wrong, but those words are there. They were, if they were really mean and hurtful. They're like little seeds, aren't they? Yes, they are. They can either build you up or tear you down. And I'm reminded of a scripture here in James chapter 3, in the fifth verse. Even so the tongue is a little member and boasts great things. See how great a force a little fire will kindle. Verse 6. And the tongue is a fire, a world of iniquity. The tongue is so set among our members that it defiles the whole body and sets on fire the course of nature, and it sets on fire by hell. When we speak forth the things that are not of God, that hurt people, that cause depression, anxiety, and fear, it comes from hell. And we set it... We set the course of nature by what we say. By what we say, we set the course of nature, the direction it's going to flow. If it's blessing, it'll build someone up. It'll encourage them. It'll give them comfort. Mitch, I have this scripture over here in the Amplified, and I want to read parts of it. The tongue is a fire. The tongue is a world of wickedness set among our members contaminating and depriving the whole body. It's the wheel of birth, the cycle of man's nature. Hmm. Yeah, you were saying it. It starts that wheel of turning. It can flow towards the positive or it flows towards the negative. It can build up or tear down. It starts that wheel, that cycle. And you know the carnal-minded person Believe it or not, has this same power. Yeah. But the power they have is all negative. Well, let's put it this way. It's all sense knowledge. Yes. It's not that, that God-inspired nature. Okay. Oh, I, like, I like that. That's good. And so we set in motion 
We can set things in motion the right way or the wrong way. That's right. It's so simple. You know, in science, even science backs this up. When you go to the hospital now, doctors will tell you that your attitude has a lot to do with your healing. That's absolutely right. The nurses tell you that. <laughs> Happened to me. Because your body sends off those endorphins to heal you, to renew your body so healing can take place. And we restrict healing by the words that we speak. We restrict it because the body begins to shut down if you're thinking negatively, if you have negative thoughts, if you have negative words coming out of your mouth. You begin to negate the healing power that lives within every individual here on earth. We negate this by the negative words that come out of our mouth. If you speak you're going to be sick, sooner or later you become sick because you're telling your mind, I'm sick, and your body begins to shut down. And you've restricted the natural healing process going on in your body. Because the body heals itself, correct? Yes. I was thinking about that here the other day when I was out splitting wood. I got a real deep splinter in my finger. And it took me 30 minutes to dig it out. And I had to really go deep. And it was hurting. And I said, Lord, you're going to heal this. There's healing's beginning right now. And so I put a Band-Aid on it. You know, it took seven days for this to heal up. Seven days. And it was healed. But I gave no thought to it. I didn't say, oh, I'm going to lose my finger. <laughs> or infection is going to set in. I didn't talk negatively about it. I said, the body's going to heal because... We were designed this way, just like your body can be healed emotionally as well. Yes. So you took what the Lord provided yes. and spoke to your finger. Think about what, we, what I would have done in the past. I would have cussed the log, you know, and had negative words coming out of my mouth. Yeah, I know it's me. I and know what you're saying. You know, so why not speak forth the healing properties of God? I took time to pause, I guess, because I'm training my mind to be positive. Think about God is healing me all the time, and He wants to heal us emotionally. He's wanting to heal our emotions, our mind, will, and emotions, our thoughts, and our words. Okay, this law applies to the unbeliever as well. Yes. Because of the power of words. That's why you hear Chris saying, well, I can't understand why that unbeliever is prospering better than I am, or he's healed, he's successful. Somewhere along the line, that unbeliever learned how to sustain positive thoughts. Through his own natural resources. Sure. He was doing it positively, though, yeah. because it's a law. It's a law of God. Once you begin to operate out of the nature of God... The law of the Spirit begins to work. Yeah. Because there's life and death in the power of the tongue. So the law of life in Christ Jesus has set me free from the law of sin and death. Yes. That's a much better place to be operating from. There is a law of life and a law of death. Death and life are in the power of the tongue. What we're trying to describe here, Terry, is there's a deeper meaning in the Word of God other than just salvation. Yes. Because a lot of times when we read Scripture, we think there's just life and death, and we're thinking of heaven and hell. But the Lord is revealing to us through His Scripture, if you begin to really receive revelation from the Holy Spirit, you realize He's wanting to set our minds free because we've been held captive. You know, Mitch, let's back up just a second. Okay. We have been set free in yes. our spirits. It's this mind, this will, emotion that we want set free now. 
We want to renew our mind to that. We want to speak forth the things that are in us now. Because that's what got us born again, was yes. speaking forth the things that's, of God. That's, that's just the beginning. Let's press on. Let's move the day forward in this. Yes. This is an awesome revelation that we can become more Christ-like. We can begin to glorify God through our flesh realm, yes, but it's because of Him in us, His glory, His nature shining forth out of us. And when we focus on that nature of God that, and the way He thinks and the way He speaks, then it becomes His life in us. His God works come out of us. God's works, God's words, yes. God's thoughts. And begins back there with the thinking, and it changes your life. And you can rest in knowing that God loves you and takes care of you, and he sets you free. And you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you, and all the word of God just begins to come alive in your life. And you're not worried about the things of this realm. You're into the supernatural realm of God in that rest, that like peace that. Mm -hmm. that passes all understanding. He will keep you in perfect peace if your mind is stayed on him. The word tells us in James chapter 3, verse 2, For we stumble in many things. If anyone does not stumble in word, he is a perfect man. Now listen to this. He is able also to bridle the whole body. Do you realize what it's telling us here is the body is affected by what we speak? Yes. If we're speaking forth the things of God that build us up spiritually, emotionally, physically, where there's no more fear, no more doubt, no more unbelief, our body is controlled by what we say. Let me read this in the Amplified. Okay. This will roll your socks down, I guarantee you. And if anyone does not offend in speech, never says the wrong things. Oh, man. <laughs> He is a fully developed character and a perfect man, able to control his whole body and to curb his entire nature. Yes. So you've curbed the old nature. You renewed your mind. The nature now of God flows out of you. When we control what we say, our body will fall in line. When we begin to speak blessings... When we begin to rely upon the Holy Spirit of God to change people's lives instead of talking bad about them, and that's a cursing. What we need to be doing is praying for those individuals, that the power of the Holy Spirit will move upon them. This is a blessing then, isn't it? Yes. When I'm able to control my words, then I'm able to control my body to where it will fall in line. Yes. There is just so much in here and what we've been reading that my tongue will set on fire the course of nature, and it defiles my whole body what I say. What I say affects my mind, because if, if I'm thinking negatively, if I'm thinking with anger in my heart, if I'm thinking with animosity, that's going to affect my body as well. And so I've set this course, I've set this negative course that I'm going down, that's going to affect me until I receive revelation and realize I can have victory and understand what Christ has done for me and what God has provided for me through the Holy Spirit of God that lives within us. Once you receive a revelation of this and realize it's my thoughts and my words, this is what's controlling everything. The whole entire nature, the world is controlled by what we say. 
He goes on to talk about bits in the horse's mouth, and in verse 4, ships are are turned about with the rudder. A very small rudder. It's small, but you know, that little small thing, that rudder begins to turn this huge ship around. And that's what we do with our tongue. We turn this around, and we get it flowing in the right direction. And when you get it flowing in the right direction... That's good. (laughs) It is because that's where the pilot desires it to go. Because the last portion of that scripture, you're turned about by a very small rudder wherever the pilot desires. Jesus is our pilot. The Holy Spirit of God is our pilot that lives within us that came from God. In order for this rudder to turn the ship, which is our tongue, is what it's referring to. Yes. In order for this to happen, we have to control our thoughts and we have to speak forth the things of God that will build people up. Otherwise, we're going to turn the rudder in the wrong direction, and it affects our life. Listen to this, Mitch. When you first begin to understand this, you might be going totally the wrong way with your words, okay? You got this thing going in the wrong direction, but now you take this rudder and you you turn this vehicle, this ship around, And you get it headed in the right direction. Now, it says on in verse 10, Out of the same mouth proceeds blessings and cursing, my brethren. These things ought not to be so. Okay, you've been born again. You've got the nature of God. You begin to speak the positive things. You've got the thing turned around and headed into the right direction. And you say something wrong. That does not immediately turn you the opposite way it just misdirects your course a little bit and as soon as you recognize that you're off course you correct the rudder you correct your mouth you correct what you're saying isn't that awesome that's awesome wow that is so cool because we don't do it perfectly but now we have the capacity to do it though that's the point we're headed the right direction with the capacity to set the course that's right. We can be a perfect man, it says here. I don't know. It just takes time. The more revelation we receive, the more we examine ourselves, what's coming out of our mouth. The straighter the course? Yes. The straighter the course. Let's jump down to verse 80. But no man can tame the tongue. It's unruly, evil, full of deadly poison. That's true. But once we change the course of what we're saying... It's no longer poison that will kill us and corrupt our minds, is it, Terry? That's right. And this is what we want people to understand. You no longer have to be controlled by the world thinking, the carnal-mindedness of speaking forth things that are not of God. We don't want this to be discouraging at all because the next scripture here says, but the human tongue can be tamed by no man. But what that's referring to is we can't tame it. It's the Holy Spirit of God that tames the tongue. Verse 11, does a fountain send forth simultaneously both the same opening fresh water and bitter? It can at the same time. You're either relying on your carnal senses and emotion and imaginations to say something, or you're relying upon the Spirit of God to speak forth blessings, not cursings. So you can't do it at the same time, can you? That's right. So you're either off course (laughs) or you're on course, headed in the right direction, After you've become born again, begin to renew your mind. Get the word of God coming forth out of your mouth, speaking forth good things. What came to mind here, this analogy is, 
Before we were born again, our rudders broke, and we're just going around in a circle. <laughs> Doing the same old thing. Well, either that or we're just going hell-bent the other way. <laughs> Wrong direction, period. <laughs> zip, zip, round and round. <laughs> yeah, we're just going around in circles. We're doing the same old thing. Because uh, that's what insanity is. Yeah. Doing the same old thing over and over again and wondering why it's not working. Expecting different results? Yes. Doesn't happen. No. <laughs> We're doing the same old thing. And so by being born again, our rudder's now straight. And now what we're trying to do is to maintain course and not go left or right. We've repented which means we've turned and gone the other way, relying on God's words, God's, God's way of thinking, and we've set the course. We know where we're headed. We're not going to do it perfectly, but we get better at it. The more revelation we receive, the better we get. And that's what this ministry is all about, isn't it, Terry? It's to begin to have people examine where they're at with their walk with the Lord. If their circumstances are the same and have been the same forever. If you're fighting the same old depression, anxiety, and fear. If you're fighting financial difficulties, sicknesses, relationships, whatever you're, you're going through, examine yourself. If you're reading the Word and your life isn't changing, you better look at what's coming out of your mouth. I'm sorry, you better listen to what's coming out of your mouth. There you go. Because your life should be changing. Because the Word of God is the truth, and the truth will set you free. You may just be reading the Word, but you're not receiving any revelation. You need to meditate upon the Word. We're instructed to do this. Yes. We're instructed to meditate upon the things of God. We're also instructed to be imitators of God. What did Jesus do while He was here on earth? He imitated the Father. He spoke only what the Father would have Him to say. Because it gave those folks a blessing. He was trying to build them up spiritually. He was trying to warn them. He was trying to advise them. He was trying to get them to go a different direction other than the way of the world. He was trying to give them comfort knowing that I'm here to pay the price for your sins and now you can have this relationship with God. Now you can begin to speak and think differently. That's all Jesus' ministry was all about, in the nutshell, isn't it, Terry? When you read the Gospels, this is what he's trying to instruct, is there's a new way of thinking. In Matthew 5, 6, and 7, he's telling them there's a new way of thinking and a new way of speaking, a new way of your conduct. And it's through the power of the Holy Spirit, which they did not grasp at that point in time. But after the resurrection... Yes, and the Holy Spirit came. More revelation came to him. Yes. He was giving little revelation at a time, and the disciples still didn't understand it, and they were with him for three, three and a half years. Right. But even after the resurrection, they were still receiving revelation on understanding the Holy Spirit working in their life. And that's where we're at here as believers, is growing in revelation all the time, a little bit. We were born again. Now we need to receive more revelation on what we have in Christ through the Holy Spirit. And when the Holy Spirit fell on them at Pentecost, there was revelation knowledge that came to light. Yes. All of the things that the Lord had been preparing them for came to life because he rose from the dead and restored relationship, made that available. And what we do with that relationship now determines our course. We can walk in blessings of God.
Those things are just not in the natural realm. It's in the physical realm where we're blessed. That's why you can say in any situation, I'm blessed because I know the creator loves me and I'm set the course of my life to serve him, to be more like him, to operate in his power. And it just becomes this blessing. It's not about all the physical thing because you can be going through a whole bunch of junk and you're blessed because of your thoughts, what you say, how you react to things, all of that. Is coming out of the nature of God that's in you. It's a simple message. It's the good news. It's multifaceted. There's so much to it. But it's the blessings of God for all our needs. And he just wants to set us free, doesn't he, Terry? We've been set free. Yes. We just don't know how free we are. If the world could begin to understand... Yeah. The deadly poison that we spew out of our mouths, how it affects people's hearts and minds and their lives. If the world could get a revelation of this, but Satan's blinded their hearts and minds to this. This is why we have such confusion and anxiety and fear in the world is because Satan has blinded their hearts to the truth. God wants people set free. He accomplished this through Jesus and he's saying it's by your words that are holding you captive. It's by your thoughts that are holding you captive. You're restricting the blessings I have for you. You no longer have to be controlled by Satan. You can resist the devil. This is how you resist the devil is beginning to speak forth the things of God. You begin to speak God's words. You're no longer speaking Satan's words of hate and fear and anxiety. You're speaking forth love and compassion. It all begins with us. And if we can just touch one person today, Mitch, to help them see the power of God that's in them, that can, can flow out of them, then we can change the world one person at a time. Isn't that awesome? Yes. And that's because why we do this. And, by and how this change comes about is by what we speak through the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's what changes the world. And it's by what we speak. If we can ever get this in our mind, that it's not us that's doing the work, it's the Holy Spirit. And we just want to speak forth His words. We walk in what He's already done. The finished work of the cross. We have this relationship now where we can come into the throne room of heaven and be partakers with Jesus in this Awesome life, man. If we can just grasp how much God loves us, if we can just begin to receive this revelation of how much God loves us. Begin to receive, yes. Oh. And understand, He wants us only to speak forth things that are of love because this is what sets us free. This is what heals your heart, heals your mind. There's no longer poison in there. It's being purged out. And it affects your body, the whole body, by what we say. And my desire is for people to receive this revelation. To begin to chart a straighter course of one of, of examining themselves in the words that come out of their mouth. To set them free, set their minds free. This is what it's all about. It's not of condemnation and guilt. It's being free. I have to read one more scripture. 
Ephesians 1, 17. Paul prays this. For I always pray to the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, that he may grant you a spirit of wisdom and revelation of insight into the mysteries and secrets in the deep and intimate knowledge of him. I pray this now for anybody listening to this in verse 18. By having the eyes of your heart flooded with light so that you can know and understand the hope to which he has called you and how rich is his glorious inheritance in the saints, his set-apart ones. That's who we are, saints set-apart. You just prayed a spiritual blessing on them. Yes. Amen. Amen.